Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Just a TGIF. Thank God it's football. That is very true. That's what we're going to focus on today is recruiting visitors. Yes. Recruiting. And we're one week. We are one week, one week from today, spring football practice. The Man, 20, and, and I know people think, why do they care? It's just spring practice. No, it's it's the 2020 football team, the 2020 football team practicing for the first time. That's exciting as hell. If you're not into that, we can <laughs> if you're not into that, but you listen to this podcast, something might be wrong with you. Yeah, what do you what are you listening to us for? Why are you you listening think, to us? God, you think we're gonna give you financial advice? <laughs> I'm still holding on to Enron stock. <laughs> I dumped on my Purell stock three months ago. Uh, every time I think about Purell, like apparently some doctors have come out and going, you know, this really isn't going to help you from the coronavirus, right? I mean, like this doesn't really help you. And I think about that time Homer Simpson was trying to put on weight um, to get to get disability. Uh, and he, he could work from home and so he went to like g and the local gnc and he bought this big thing of protein powder and like it had this picture of like you gain weight fast and everything and and the, the guy he puts it on the counter and it rung it up like 110 dollars. and the guy behind the counter looked at him and he's already like morbidly obese he said lucky for you this stuff doesn't work <laughs> you know <laughs> it's just man those old simpsons they get me every time man Oh, yeah. All right. So let's talk about some of the visitors coming in this weekend. Um, one, only one commitment because we only have two commitments. Uh, it's easy to and- track. Hey, the good news is it's easy for us old people. Me and you, we forget stuff all the time now. And when you only have two commitments, we can remember who they are. Yeah. So- and we probably ought to forget Drake May before too long, it sounds like. Because <laughs> it sounds I'm like. Little, I'm, I'm bearish on keeping Drake May. I admit I'm bearish on it, but I also think the people that are 100% convinced that he'll never sign with us, they're wrong. I mean, there's no reason to be convinced of it. Is it a real possibility? Of course it is. Welcome to 2020. Of course it is. But uh, no, if we had to bet, if you're like, all right, 10 bucks, is Drake May signing with us? Uh, Yeah, my 10 bucks would be that he is, but I'm only betting 10 bucks. Yeah, I was going to say, if you get it up to 20, I mean, because screw (laughs) screw bearish on him signing with us. I'm sheepish on it. I mean, at this point, I'm just not I'm not convinced in the least. Um, so, all right, Deontay Lawson, the uh, Mobile Christian linebacker, uh, weak tied defensive end is what they have him listed uh, at. Yeah, he projects it all four. I mean, to me, one of the reasons I like him so much is he's so versatile. He's He can play downhill. He can drop into coverage. He will knock you into next week in the tackle box. So – he can literally, he's one of these few guys, Luke, that I think he could project at Jack, Sam, Mike, or Will. Uh, I think ultimately his best spot is Will because it puts him in the middle of the field. Uh, and it will, he can, he, he, you can do so much at Will. Will is kind of the versatile guy of the linebacking crew in terms of somebody that needs to be good in the box, but also needs to be good in coverage. And uh, I think that's his best spot. So I, I consider him a Will for now. All right, I'm going to go back to, for those who have not followed the podcast long, I got to call Deontay Lawson for Mobile Christian in his state championship game this year. And, again, just being the honest people that we are here on this podcast, I was not overwhelmed. I'm not going to say I was underwhelmed because there was no doubt 
he was the biggest, strongest, fastest player on the field. I'm, and he did score a touchdown from, I think, a wildcat position, if memory serves. But I did not see him take the game over, which I thought we might see. It didn't come to fruition. That just didn't happen. Um, he was only a junior, and something should be said for that. But uh, I expected a little more based on the hype I was getting. And at the time I saw him, he was not committed to anybody. And um, you had told me to be on the lookout for him in that game. And I was, and it was easy. He was super easy to spot. I mean, he didn't just, need the program. He did not need the program. program. But um, I, I expected a little more. They did go up against a good team. Um, I and I just didn't get it. And again, it's a one-game sample size, so don't glean too much from it. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. There you have it. No, I mean we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I, I agree. He's a little bit more of a clay guy than a finished product. But uh, I, I I like it, and 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 the intangibles are great. That's not something you see when you watch the games. And uh, but I do just happen to know uh, Deontay is a super kid. He's one of these first to practice, last to leave, good grades, popular kid. Everybody likes him. He's a leader. He wants to be good. Uh, he just has those intangibles that will uh, that will serve him well. And frankly, playing for Ronnie Cottrell, who has so much experience in college. Uh, is a good education for him. Uh, nothing will take him by surprise at Alabama because he gets to spend a lot of time with Ronnie. He'll have him really prepared for for being a college football player. All right, so, Jimmy, let's talk about some of the guys that uh, are not committed, which is just about everybody else um, coming in <laughs> this weekend. And uh, there there is a very good group. It's, it's, it's a lot. Well, we're good. Yeah. It's I know a lot it shocks of, some people who thought the dynasty's dead, but it ends up kids still want to play for us. And if you ends listen up. to the, yesterday's podcast, you know we're about to butcher some of these names. Uh, <laughs> the, and the first one right off the bat from Kernsville, North Carolina, four-star outside linebacker is Renaria Dilworth, R-A-N-E-I-R-I-A. I think Renaria is what we're going to go with. Renaria Dilworth. Do you know anything? I do not. Uh, I know that is a name I have seen on lists of really good players. <laughs> That's I'm admitting that as much as I know about him right now. Uh, he is uh, an elite. He is considered elite by some. Uh, I have not done the due diligence on him. Here's one thing. I, I think that, that kid's a straight up uh, linebacker, correct? Um, one thing about that is I'm enamored with four in-state linebackers, one of whom's already committed to us. And I'm on record as saying, you give me Dylan Brooks and Jeremiah Alexander outside and Deontay Lawson and Ian Jackson inside, I'm done. So some of it is just an unfair natural reaction on my part, too. I hear about a linebacker. If you're not one of those four in-state kids, I kind of turn my brain off a little bit right now because I'm married to the idea that that we're going to get those four. But... (laughs) But we haven't really decided whether we're going to take Ian Jackson, who's kind of small. Dylan Brooks is definitely an Auburn lean. Uh, Jeremiah Alexander might be tied into whether we land Tim Keenan. Uh, so, so I'm stupid for having that opinion or being married to that. But I, I love all four of those guys, and that's who I want us to sign at linebacker, just those four in-state guys. But I don't get to vote. They don't ask for my opinion, and they are very smart to not ask for my opinion. That's it for what it's worth. 
Uh, he is listed as number 225 player in the country. The crystal, He has one crystal ball selection to North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina is doing really well in that yeah, state are. right now. Um, and they've got a loaded year, it seems like. Um, you know, Drake may be in from there, of course, this guy. And then another uh, defensive end, I think, just committed to them that was looking at Alabama last night. So, uh, you know, he could certainly go there. Chambre Jackson, S-H-A-M-B-R-E. Is that – that's what like we're going to go with. Um he is also going to be in town. He's number 217 player in the country. Uh, again, a four-star kid, obviously, if you're that high. Um, and then Kane Williams, who is from Louisiana, another four-star guy, number 99 in the country. His crystal ball selection, his lone crystal ball selection, is not surprisingly to LSU. Um, then Mario Williams. Stop me when you get to a guy that you know a little more about. Mario. I guess Mario Williams is it by your – Grunt. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. well, I hear his name and I get excited because two or three things. Number one, I think we have a really good shot. Not not definitely, but a really good. He's Plant City, a uh, great program there. I mean, they've produced a ton of good players over the years with Tampa area. Mario is very similar as a player to Jalen Waddle, and mm-hmm. I do not make that comparison lightly. Uh, maybe it's also fair to compare him to last year's wide receiver in the last class, Theo Jones-Bell. I think he's a little bit like him as well. Uh, this kid can run, and when I say can run, I mean all these kids can run. This kid can really run. He is super fast. He is a track guy who is also a football player. He's not just a track guy that outruns people. He, this this dude's a, a flat-out football player. I like him. I think he's going to be rated higher and higher and higher as the uh, ratings progress, and we have a real – good shot with him uh i would be very excited about mario um yeah the jalen waddle comparison is certainly out there and i think that's that that's a real good one and boy it would be good to have another jalen waddle because we'll probably lose the real Jalen waddle next year um another wide receiver and it's going to be you know a wide receiver kind of year for us again i think deontay thornton out of baltimore um and by the way mario wims number 40 player in the country and uh, Deontay Thornton is number 47 in the country with most of the crystal balls uh, going to Penn State right now. And it should also be noted that most of the crystal balls, and there are four of them from Mario Williams, all have him headed to Oklahoma, uh, which makes some sense. Uh, then Caleb Johnson will be here this weekend from Ocala, Florida, 6'7", 295, offensive tackle, number 334, nice. number 334 in the country, uh, crystal balls so far, two of them, both of them to Auburn. Um, but you know, take a crystal ball of a high school player, offensive lineman to Auburn with a grain of salt, because they never seem to get the ones they want. And if his, if this guy shoots up the chart somewhat, then uh, I would suspect he will not end up there. And then in terms of guys for that, we know that are ranked so far, Sage Ryan, uh, from Louisiana, five crystal balls, all to LSU, number 39 player in the country. Um, he's just listed as an athlete from um, Lafayette Christian Academy. And, um, you know, hmm. look, LSU, Louisiana's got another banner year. Imagine that. Man, they have an ideal recruiting situation there. Them in Georgia, but especially Louisiana. It's it's almost like they have their own country down there. Yeah. With their own, their own country. And there's as many – it's not as, you know, it's not Florida, and it's not even really Georgia, but it's like they have definitely have more players than Alabama, 
and they don't have to split them with an Auburn. And it's not like we split with Auburn 50-50. We don't. But like Dylan Brooks is a good example. He's the number one kid in Alabama in my rankings, and, and, and he's an Auburn lean, grew up an Auburn fan, and we may not get him. LSU never has that problem. Whoever's the number one kid in Louisiana, <laughs> they don't have an Auburn. But, but because of their situation, a lot of schools recruit down there, and Alabama's had tremendous success in Louisiana uh, while we've had Nick Saban anyway. All right, so some guys that are coming in for later classes, uh, the, some 2022-type guys and 2023 guys even that are coming in this weekend. Uh, this, again, it sort of gets a little dicey, but Holden Grenier, G-E-R-I-N-E-R. Is it Grenier? Is that what you would go with? Or I would go with Grenier. Grenier, yeah. that's what I'm going with. Even uh, 20, I, even after, we, if you listen to the podcast yesterday, even after we find out we're wrong, we're still going with Grenier. You're Grenier now, fellow. Yeah, good luck trying to get out of that. You better change your name on your license or something. Um, yeah, he's going out of hell getting through security, isn't he? Um, 2022 QB from Savannah, Benedictine Military School. So you know he's disciplined. Um, know that. So, if again, if I get to somebody you know a little bit about, scream. Uh, Emmanuel Henderson, a 2022 running back from Geneva County. He was just added to the list. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah that kid uh, is from – is it Geneva County High School or Gene- – in there – I think there's – is it in there a Geneva and a Geneva County? Yeah, I think it's Geneva – he's from Geneva County. <clears throat> I believe that is where former – Alabama great Saran Stacy once played. I believe you're right. So. so this kid might be the second best running back to ever come out of Geneva or maybe the first. But two years to kick ass. Based on how good Saran was pre-injury, uh, let's take a long look at that young fellow. Um then uh Malachi Starks or yeah, M-A-L-A-K-I. Malachi. Malachi Starks from Jefferson, Georgia. Keldrick Falk, a 2023 guy from Highland Home, Alabama. And this is the best name in that's coming this weekend, Jimmy. You know I'm a sucker for big-time badass names. Yep. Peter Woods from <laughs> Alabaster, 2023. He's also going to come in with a lot of Bush and Harry Hooter. <laughs> Peter <laughs> Woods. Yeah. Peter Wood or Woods? Peter Woods, like several Woods. <laughs> huh. Is he a football player or a principal? <laughs> he is a uh, 2023 Alabaster, Alabama Thompson High School, strong side hey, well, defensive end. Hey, well, one fact of the matter is uh, uh, who uh, uh, in all high schools right now in Alabama, when you hear there's a young badass there, there's two, three, or four schools that should grab your attention, and Thompson is one of them. Like, hey, if you're some badass ninth or tenth grader and you're at Thompson or Hewitt Trustville right now, I'm going like, uh, he's good. I don't need to know anymore. Yeah. That's all I need, I need to, to know. More. If if you're a standout ninth or tenth grader at those places right now, you're a badass, even if your name is Peter Woods. Um, speaking of great names, and I didn't talk about that this much the other day, but I did. I do an article each week for the local fish wrapper, and uh, I always like to like after the AHSA finals basketball, uh, American basketball contest there in Birmingham. 
I like to look through the uh, the program. Uh, I call a lot of the games, but I don't get to see all the names at first, and just pick out the best names because unbelievably there are some names in there that just blow your mind. And every year, like, there'll be one team that has five Stacys on it, and they all spell it differently or something. Oh, that's cool. But this year, this year they had uh, – there were twins, Cameron and Zamron Boozer of Lynette. The Boozers. The Boozer the twins, Boozer. which is but what love- people call us now. People call me and you that now. Zamron is like the best name ever. I mean, like, it's just, it's, it's, I think I said this in a previous podcast. It sounds like something Cameron would use as a bad alias trying to get out of a traffic ticket. I'm not Cameron <laughs> Boozer. I'm, I'm Zamron Boozer. Um, then there was Ozzy Viante Coleman of BC, BC Rain. He spells it A U Z A Y V I O N T E. That's badass right there. That is there was, pretty awesome. It's like somebody just spilt the alphabet soup there and just picked it up in a random order and said, this is you, and and he ended up with the coolest name of all time. He will beat your ass in Scrabble. Um, <laughs> honesty hey, Crockett. Did you get to see, speaking of these, did you get to see Williamson? Yes. Did you see? I did, uh, and I saw um, Robert Woodyard. Robert Woodyard. Yes, oh, and he's a ball. He's a, football, about, he's a football player, not a basketball oh, player. Yeah. And he's a tenth grader, and yep. he looks like he could be uh, A. Sean Robinson's younger brother. I mean, that's how old he looks. He look he's built like a brick house. He man, he's yeah. I mean, look, he's a pretty good basketball player. He's not bad, but you can just tell. Oh, you can just tell. He reminded me of Mac Wilson looked a lot like him when I saw him play basketball for Carver. And uh, Mac, you were like, okay, Mac Wilson's not a bad basketball player. But there's no doubt, having just watched this basketball yep. game, he's a kick-ass football player. And that's what yep. I felt about with Robert Woodyard. I love – I mean, Woodyard may be – I mean, I have him right now as the number one ranked 2022 guy in Mobile, but he may end up being the number one ranked 2022 guy in all of Alabama. He's He's – and, and just imagine this, looking at him in the ninth grade. You know, Williamson doesn't put what, what are they, 5A? Yeah. Williamson's 5A. In the ninth grade, as a running back, he rushed for 1,200 yards in 5A That's football. Ridiculous. And then <laughs> changes, Dylan Moses-like, smartly figures out, you know, I probably have a brighter financial future at linebacker so he switches to linebacker in the 10th grade, makes like 140 tackles. And he, he did have a huge knee brace on throughout the tournament, but, um, you know, he did have a knee problem last year. So, uh, But back to these names for a second. The sisters, Pacey and Perry Clark, P-A-C-I and P-E-R-I. Um, there was also awesome. Bella, Bella Bobo of Pisgah. Um, but the best name in the whole tournament. There's one better than the kid from BC, right? Better. It was a female from St. Luke's, and she spelled she spells it I A M U N I Q U E Bowie. I am unique Bowie. That's the <laughs> best name I've ever heard. By definition, that name stands alone. Was she good, or do we know? I didn't, Does it I didn't get to know her game. It doesn't matter. You yes, can't. I take her. Unique. I am unique. There's nothing you, more. UConn should take her. <laughs> UConn should take her or Stanford. Just like I don't, I've yep. never seen you play, but I'll take you. 
Yep, that's awesome. You, you, that's, uh, you're right. That was a good name. And there was also one more category I had to put in there this year. Like, you know, I've done some random categories like we do with our superlatives. Um, best dressed, which is if midfield is ever in the tournament, they win. It's like a professional playing an amateur. Midfield has the best dressed coaching staff every year if they're in the tournament. They weren't in the tournament this year in the finals. Why? But if they made it. Oh, God. They're, it's, Did it's they have fancy. some sort of fancy clothier there in, in midfield? They must. I don't know. They they might get this. They have to get this shit imported. There's no. It's awesome every year. I mean, like I just want to go up to them and go, like I y'all look fantastic. I don't know if y'all are going to win, but I feel like if I call this game, I'm just going to talk about you four gentlemen right here. Um, but uh, I had to go. You no, know, our, our best suit wearer ever it was Anthony Grant. That man can wear a oh, suit. True. Oh, he can wear a suit. Yeah, he can wear a suit. But there was a best mustache this year, and that was Coach Woody Jackson of Francis Marion. And what I said was, rarely in these superlatives is there a blowout, but Jackson's T-strainer was the clear-cut winner. It was just a magnificent <laughs> piece of grooming. Believe me, he cannot grow a beard without looking main-stricken. The Louvre needs to clear out an eventual spot for Jackson's well-coffed facial fur. It was beautifully mesmerizing, and I truly envy you, sir. If I could do like that, I would pack my bags, head to Hollywood, and wait for the high-paying acting gigs to roll in. And that's – I'm going to tell you, like I was doing the game. With Bart, Slaying Bart, me, man. Bart Heitch was uh, was my yeah. color guy. And I looked over there and said, Bart – you know, we were talking about like – Bart was like, oh, my God, those are some of the best handles I've seen in the tournament so far. And I said, have you – I just noticed the mustache on Coach Woody Jackson. That's amazing. Bart, that's went, the best oh, handle. That's fantastic. <laughs> and I'm getting serious. I can't grow a mustache. I mean, I, I'm 47 no. years old and can't grow one. So I envy the man. He. This is not me being facetious. I think his mustache was fantastic, and I'm jealous. So um, kudos to you, sir. Uh, so that's going to do it for this Friday edition. Everybody, I want you to have a great weekend. I want you to, um, if you're all for – uh, some if you want to get pissed off around 1 30 to 3 30 on Saturday, then tune into the Alabama Missouri. Game. Hey, I'll, I'll go on record, I'll say right now Alabama wins, they will defeat Missouri. You know, Jimmy, I'll go with you. I will <laughs> just, just when, like when I, you give I, up, I, they'll reel you back in. They will have us believing we're going to win the tournament. They'll, we're they'll play be, well and have us believing we'll win the SEC tournament. We're going to Thelma and Louise this mother right now. We're going to drive right off the cliff with them, just with our hands in the air going, ah, just a little on. You know, that's going to be uh, you know, I'm Louise, you're Thelma, by the way. Oh, is uh, which one's uh, Gina? Are you Gina? I, I never saw I the movie. <laughs> I saw I really it. Didn't. You know, I did see it. I saw it. And as a matter of fact, I think I saw it twice. Uh, but here's the thing, since I saw it when I was like in college or something, and now that I'm 50, if I saw it tomorrow, I wouldn't know anything. I, I, I would, it would be, that's the beauty of getting older. It's like, yeah, every scene in the movie is going to surprise me. I won't remember, I won't remember anything from that movie other than I, I do remember how they die at the end and, uh, and Brad Pitt, shirtless Brad Pitt introducing himself to, uh, to the universe. That was, uh, that was in that movie. What was that? Uh, what's that? 
I hear it all the time for the Sirius XM joke station where the guy goes, well, you know what the beauty of senility is, right? You can hide your own Easter eggs. <laughs> uh, you have to just turn 50 to really get that joke. And I get it. Yeah. It is funny. And then you can hear it again the next day and it'll still be funny. <laughs> it's new to you. I love laughing at my cognitive regression. Nothing, tr- <laughs> nothing makes me chuckle more. Um, all right, everybody. Have a great weekend and roll tide. Roll Tide, Alabama Beats, Missouri.